All right, ding dong. Today I'm speaking about a concept which occurred to me by the name of where dialogue, where debate rather, where debate meets dialogue. And I don't have too much uh, polished up so well um, regarding what I'm going to say about this, but it's just a sort of qualitative, thematic tweak, which I would like to see be made as an addition to our um, public discourse in ever greater measure than I see it employed currently. So, one of the notes I have written down here, well, okay, I I have Crowder, Stephen Crowder. He's a guy, I think he's great. He's awesome. He's funny. Um, And I guess sometimes he does have his own unique point of view here and there but sometimes and i i have overall i think he's great nobody's perfect that's the thing with individual content creators these days you know you get to almost relish in their imperfections there's a real humanity in it and a hope that any individual can um get an operation going for themselves because we all have strengths and weaknesses but he's he's one of the guys that just sometimes i get the same old company line from from him like he brings a lot of uh originality to his communication and expression of traditional republican points of view but I don't necessarily see him, uh, you know, I- innovating so much w- within that space, you know, and introducing his his own ideas, which I would like to see as much as possible. This is one of the things. So, you know, relating back to debate meets dialogue, that uh, that strikes me as something that just happens to 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 human beings you know a lot of times we're binary thinkers we see things uh in twos we pick sides one one of one of two sides uh very frequently and then we sort of we sort of dig in and you know that's maybe where the the dialogue goes by the wayside because we get in debate mode you know and i what i'm saying and what i'm suggesting and proposing with this debate meets dialogue um podcast that i'm doing right now and this idea that I feel that I'm introducing. I'm sure others have thought of it, but that I'm uh, that I'm sort of breaking down right now is that we 
we don't dig in quite as much as we as we have been as we do on the debate side of things like it almost gets personal when you assume a certain side because then that's your side and you've become tribal and it's become team sports and you want to do the best that you can for your team and these are sorts of natural these are natural processes i think that sort of unfold within our minds and our psyches but sometimes if it's more lighthearted and you're open to the fact that losing a little bit maybe wouldn't be that bad and then you um you know you you polish your own world view with that loss and then the competition itself you know instead of a, a an official match it could be a scrimmage we could be scrimmaging a lot of times when we're debating it could be half debate half dialogue where every side understands that they're open to uh, you know being proven wrong on a particular instance or two uh I think that would be healthy. I think just more of that would be healthy. It's not always possible with the way we are, but more of that. I know Ben Shapiro always stresses intellectual honesty. He he goes out of his way to call balls and strikes as he s- sees it and not be just by default, just by the way of himself being Republican, always be easy Uh always being easy on republicans that's that's not that's not his mo he try he tries to be objective and i'd like to see just more nuance and shades of gray and brainstorming and uh collaboration cooperation even two points of view which are kind of butting heads and locking horns initially can maybe make a conscious effort on both sides to almost negotiate even as a thought as a thought experiment a worldview that is a, a blend of each and that would be satisfactory to each side maybe that sort of negotiation would be an interesting uh sort of format for a planned conversation and you know one thing i have written down here is yeah it would be interesting and instead of a lot of times you, you know when there is just a company line there's an orthodoxy an orthodox ideology whereby there are so many proponents out there in the public sphere making noise it would be interesting to, to set up formatted conversations and, and create the formats specifically to, to break away from the predictability and to get us into a new realm. Uh, one thing I have written down is your top picks. You know, uh, a lot of times we see the political compass thing. That's interesting. You know, it shows you at least all the different variation of you know you lean this way there's the four quadrants 
Um, but actually speaking out in conversation, you know, maybe with four or five participants on a, on a group chat of some sort, what are your uh, top picks, one through three, out of these six different, you know, governmental or modalities or these particular policies as explained, and then, you know, having a back and forth in that in that particular way and just one instance that comes to mind i think i remember well one time andrew clavin mentioned that i forget i don't know if it was abortion or if it was just how he went about becoming a conservative to begin with but he mentions that he he lost an argument he he lost an argument and then he was happy that he did. He accepted that loss. That's a novel idea, I think, to some people, even though everybody sort of probably morally knows that should be in the cards. It's something you should probably consciously say to yourself, that you sh- you got to be willing to lose a, a debate. There's no shame in that. That's part of that seems like it may be a natural part of the growth process or in many instances is a good opportunity as such if you allow it to be if you're big enough to allow that to be a uh, you know a growth spurt for you and the other one instance that I can remember is uh, Larry Elder on Dave Rubin's show and and Dave Rubin being really honest that he was challenged by Larry and, and wasn't, you know, ready for the the line of reasoning that Larry Elder, the great Larry Elder, presented um, making the case that systemic racism in the United States is not nearly the, uh, the force as pervasive and powerful and inescapable inescapable that it is cracked up by many on the left to be. And uh, Dave Rubin ended up agreeing with him but wasn't ready for him in the moment, in that exact moment, and that was all good. He was happy to have that be part of his personal process, and I thought that was really cool the way he talked about that particular uh, conversation in hindsight and that's about it that's all i have at this moment to say about that but just sort of breaking breaking these two um ideas the idea of debate and the idea of uh, dialogue apart and and scrambling them together where we can sort of accept them both simultaneously and not have our emotions and our competitive uh, our competitive emotions at such a fever pitch so as to, so as to limit us from from really m- moving forward in 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 our um, you know expansion of our collective political understanding as a society and and as individuals and our formulation of, of new ideas. I think there is a balance uh, theoretically 
whereby these two things can exist at once and we can even have a good time taking a friendly L and improving our our points of view as individuals and if enough people do that collectively as a society and that's basically all I have to say today about the concept of where debate meets dialogue and the different places I think that it could it could go and that we could take it as human beings I'll re- turn to this uh, to this concept in the future um, that's it for today check me out at the think in if you want help setting up your own website to podcast and create content and run your small business from we can help you with almost everything you need to get started and and get that operation running the thinkinyourarmor.com remember to think and speak and work and live for yourself to the best of your abilities I'm your brother Jonesy and I will see you soon I'm looking for my little clicker to close out that's it for now I'll see you next time